Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Home Depot v. Jackson, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. Argued January 15, 2019. Decided May 28, 2019. Citibank North America filed a debt collection action in state court, alleging that respondent Jackson was liable for charges incurred on a Home Depot credit card. As relevant here, Jackson responded by filing third-party cl- third class action claims against Petitioner Home Depot and Carolina Water Systems, alleging that they had engaged in unlawful referral sales and deceptive and unfair trade practices under state law. Home Depot filed a notice to remove the case from state to federal court, but Jackson moved to remand, arguing that the controlling precedent barred removal by a third-party counterclaim defendant. The district court granted Jackson's motion, and the Fourth Circuit affirmed, holding that neither the general removal provision, 28 U.S.C. section 1441A, nor the removal provision in the Class Action Fairness Act of 2005, section 1453B, allowed Home Depot to remove the class action claims filed against it. Supreme Court held, uh, decision is affirmed, and Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court. Section 1441A, does not permit removal by a third-party counterclaim defendant. Home Depot emphasizes that it is a defendant to a claim, but not. But 1441A refers to civil actions, not claims. And because the action as defined by the plaintiff's complaint is the civil action of which the district court must have original jurisdiction, the defendant to that action is the defendant to the complaint not a party named in a counterclaim. This conclusion is bolstered by the use of the term defendant in related contexts. For one, federal rules of civil procedure differentiate between third-party defendants, counterclaim defendants, and defendants. See Rules 14, 12A1, and A through B. And in other removal provisions, Congress has clearly extended removal authority to parties other than the original defendant. See sections 1452A, 1454A, and B, but has not done so here. Finally, if as this court has held, a counterclaim defendant who was the original plaintiff is not one of the defendants, see Shamrock Oil and Gas versus Sheets, there is no textual reason to reach a different conclusion for a counterclaim defendant who is not part of the initial lawsuit. This reading, Home Depot asserts, runs counter to the history and purpose of removal by preventing a party involuntarily brought into state court proceedings from removing the claim against it to federal court. But the limits Congress has imposed on removal show that it did not intend to allow all defendants an unqualified right to remove. See section 1441b2, and Home Depot's interpretation makes little sense in the context of other removal provisions. See section 1446b2a. Section 1453b does not permit removal by a third-party counterclaim dependent. Defendant, Home Depot contends that even if section 1441a does not permit removal here, section 1453b does because it permits removal by any defendant to a class action. 
But the two clauses in section 1453b that employ the term any defendant simply clarify that certain limitations on removal that might otherwise apply do not limit removal under that provision. In neither clause, nor anything else in the statute, alters section 1441a's limitation on who can remove, suggesting that Congress intended to leave that limit in place. In addition, sections 1453b and 1441a both rely on the procedures for removal in section 1446, which also employs the term defendant. Interpreting that term to have different meanings in different sections would render the removal provisions incoherent. The decision below is affirmed. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court, in which Justices Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan joined. Justice Alito filed a dissenting opinion, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and 80.